Welcome to the special pandemic version of the podcast, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time and Don't Steal Anything. My name is Dave Ryan, and as I tell you that, I realize how stupid it is to say that because if you didn't know my name, how in the world would you have ever been interested enough to find this podcast? Hmm. We got a lot to talk about today, some uh, serious, some not so serious, even a pandemic version of Facebook fights because people love to get on Facebook and talk shit. So we're going to get started right now on this week's edition of Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Cue the music. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Uh, we're still going on every week, and it turns out there's a lot to talk about every single week on the podcast, and um, you know, I usually do this on Sundays, and a lot of people are kind of struggling on the weekend during the week of what to do and finding things to do, and uh, I'm a homebody. I don't know how it's working for you, but I'm finding personally plenty to do, and I think this is where being a person that has a whole lot of hobbies has really come in handy. Um, I got everything from, uh, I'm going to go on a motorcycle ride in a while. I've been playing a whole lot of uh, Nintendo Switch, Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizon, which you have a Nintendo Switch. I want to tell you, it is a pointless, mindless, slow-moving, relaxing kind of a game. And I think they personally, uh, purposely designed it that way. Motorcycle ride, lots of walks. Um, uh, we watched a terrible movie on Friday night called The Platform. Don't watch it. It looks good in concept, but the the it's just awful. Don't even bother. Um, uh, I practice my ukulele a lot. People have been asking me, Dave, what kind of ukulele should I get? I want to try this. Um, I would say go on Amazon and get one for 40, 50 bucks. Even a plastic one is just fine. And uh, it'll go out of tune a lot when you first play it, and you'll think you've got a lemon. But keep it tuned, and it'll eventually be just fine. You can also go on schmidtmusic.com. All right, so one of the things that I have found that's really difficult for us to do. And I'm a big believer in having something to look forward to. I've been talking about this for years. Always have something to look forward to. And I realized yesterday that a lot of the things we look forward to are out of the house. They're a birthday party. They're a happy hour. They're a vacation. They're a camping trip. They're uh, going to, I don't know, a neighbor's house for a barbecue and all these things that we really can't do. And I always say, even if it's just like a macadamia nut chocolate chip cookie, look forward to something. Right now, it seems the things that we have to look forward to the most are the very, very simple things like a bowl of chili or baking bread or making cookies or playing a board game with your kids or watching a movie or watching Tiger King. I recommend Tiger King. I'm sure you probably already watched it because if you're hip enough to be listening to this podcast and you are so hip, I'm going to say that you are also one of the uh, early adapters, I think they call them, that has already watched Tiger King. If you don't want to watch Tiger King, don't watch it. Don't let people pressure into it, you into it. Just like I didn't let people pressure me into watching Game of Thrones, and I'm glad that I never invested my time watching Game of Thrones. It's not my style. But having something to look forward to has been something that we've really been missing, and I think that's something that's really important in life. And uh, we haven't had that. So try to give yourself a little something to look forward to. I have a perfect solution for you. Order something in the mail. What would make you happy anticipating this coming in the mail? Remember, Amazon is slow and behind on a lot of things. So maybe it's not an Amazon order, but maybe it's something from a local mom and pop, whatever, XYZ store. Um, 
I've ordered tea from uh, Mrs. Kelly's Teas and from Tea Source and um, and another one called Sentia Teas. And uh, I love my tea in the wintertime. It's my relaxation. So give yourself something to look forward to. Switching gears, I just want to talk about how the progression of what we believe now or what we believed three weeks ago or even a month ago or whatever has now so drastically changed. And I remember a lot of our friends reassured us and said, man, this is not going to take off in the United States. It's just not going to happen. Live your life. Go out. Live your life. Evangeline Lilly was still taking her kid to fucking gymnastics camp about two weeks ago. Live your life. Live your life. And uh, and I think that as we go through this whole thing together, we are going through it together. Nobody gets a pass on this one. Nobody, rich or poor, young or old, is really getting an excuse or a pass on this one. No one escapes this is what I mean. Um, and somebody sent me what they meant was a really well-meaning message a couple of days ago. And I read this not because I in any way want to embarrass this person. That's not the point. It's to show that our opinion on the facts evolves. So I'm going to read this whole thing and see how it goes. So I was talking about my daughter, Allison. She's worried because she's going to have a baby in July, end of July. And she's so worried for a lot of reasons and understandably so. I think she's going to be just fine. Um, but she's worried because she wants to have her husband, Justin, Justin, in the delivery room. So I'd mentioned that on the radio. And then somebody named Aaron uh, sent me this very thoughtful message on social media. Allison's worried they won't let her husband in the delivery room, right? A friend of mine had a baby this week, and they did in fact tell them he could not be in there. But the parents said no to them, and they let the father in the delivery room. They said the same thing happened with another couple having a baby. The mother just flat out said no, he is going to be with me, and they did not enforcement and let him in too. I'm not sure if this will be the case at every hospital or at the time Allison delivers, but I thought I'd let you know in case it put her mind at ease a little bit. Now, that's a very well-intentioned message, but I don't believe that, and here's what I wrote back. Uh, Thanks for the information. Honestly, I don't think that Allison would push for it because she's very respectful of the health of everyone around her, especially hospital workers. And I read this on the radio, and I said, I don't agree with it. I said, your husband does not need to be in there. Other than moral support, he's not in there for any good reason. Your partner, whether you're in a lesbian relationship and one of you is pregnant, your partner doesn't need to be in there because you're putting other people at risk. Doctors, nurses, your moral support team are the professionals who are in there. A generation or two ago, dads waited out in the living room or in the waiting room. That's the way it was. So I, I said that on the radio and I said, I get it. You're well-intentioned. But she wrote back. She said, I totally agree with you. I just heard your mention of it while listening to the podcast. And I totally see where you're saying. And I now disagree with the friends of mine who did this. I think I just didn't realize the severity of it yet, and now I really do, learning as I go. My friend's dad died two nights ago from COVID, first in Chisago County. I'm so sorry. I have been super diligent and have only gotten groceries. I really respect everything you guys are sharing on the show. And I wrote back and I said, thanks for understanding my side of the issue, Aaron. I think we're all learning as we go. What seemed ridiculous two weeks ago is now the norm. Could we have ever imagined the government asking us to wear masks when we go out or to the grocery store? Now it's a fact of life. And things we see as far-fetched today will be a reality in two weeks. I think we only want to look back at this and know we did everything we could. She says, she just wrote this back today, you're absolutely right. 
Our viewpoints are changing every day and for the better. I want you to know that I'm paying serious attention and taking it very seriously. Thank you so much for getting back to me. I greatly appreciate all you have shared on the show about this. I have so much respect for you and take what you say very seriously. Thanks you, th- thank you guys for being such a bright spot in my days and for your serious information too. I never miss a show, gotta tell you. I never wanted to be on the receiving end of a Dave Ryan, screw you, my stomach dropped. But you know what? You weren't wrong, and although my standpoint has changed since I sent that to you and before I heard that part of the show last week, a lot of people, including me, need to face to hear that sometimes. Okay, so uh, thank you. I'm not saying that I'm right and that anything that I say is, you know, is scripture. It's not. A lot of what I say is like speculation and opinion, but some things are really not speculation and opinion. And I don't, Aaron, I'm going to give you one more little example here. Um, A listener who is a nurse just wrote to me and said, please don't use my name, but people don't know what's going on at hospitals. The rules change hour by hour. I'm not sure what ward. Oh, she's on the COVID ward. She's like on the COVID floor of a hospital. She's like the rules are changing hour by hour. And what basically, essentially what we believed yesterday is not something we believe today. Rules are changing hour by hour because this is something that is so unknown. It's just hard to conceive how little we know about this. I'm going to give you a little bright spot of information. Uh, The bright spot is that they say 50% of people can be uh, asymptomatic. 50% can be totally asymptomatic. So I want to ease your mind a little bit and not give you any kind of false hope, but say it's a possibility that a lot of us have already had this. The sad thing is, I don't know why some people are affected so severely and some people are asymptomatic, but I guess that's just the way that things work. All right, I'm going to move on to, let's see, I did that. I have, I have notes in my phone here. Um, so we did that. Okay, I'm going to talk about um, my tweet, my most liked tweet ever. And this is kind of crazy to me because, you know, I'm on Twitter and I tweet usually fun, uplifting things. And once in a while, I'll, you know, bitch about something because, you know, I like to bitch and, um, and I'm one of these people, I'm a rule follower. And that's just the way that I always kind of have been. I think it's my upbringing. Uh, my dad was in the military. Uh, if we didn't, you know, do what we were expected to do, we got in trouble. And so I'm kind of a rule follower. And it seems to work out pretty well for me most of the time. So I tweeted something. And let me find it here. Uh, here it is. I tweeted this yesterday afternoon. We were out for a walk. And we're walking through Chanhassen. And from... A few hundred yards away, we heard loud laughter and loud talking, and you could tell it was not kids. It was middle-aged adults, families in the neighborhood, and I'm like, that doesn't sound like one or two or three people. That sounds like a room full of people. As we got closer, and again, I'm not singling anybody out. I would never embarrass anybody publicly by identifying who these people are, and I won't because that's not the point. As I got closer, I could tell they were in their screened-in porch and just having a great time, and I couldn't see them, but there were probably at least six adults in there, and I looked in front of the house, and there was at least one car and a couple in the driveway, and I'm like, shame on these people, and that's what people don't get. And I'm going to stop right there, and let's discuss what people are not getting. People are not getting They say things like, this is not Nazi Germany. This is not etc. This is not a police state. No, it's not. It's all voluntary. 
just like it's voluntary to be nice to people, to be considerate of people, to not litter. And yeah, it's illegal to litter. It's illegal to drive drunk. Um, but it endangers other people. How? Well, they could say, you know what? It's my health. Screw you. I can do whatever I want. But let's say the half dozen or 10 people that were at that neighbor's house last night, one of them got sick. And now, let's say four of them now got sick because they decided to get together and four of them need a ventilator. Now there are four people who probably could have flattened that curve and, and stayed to themselves. And people go, if you don't like it, if you're immunocompromised, screw you, stay in your house. And I'm going to get to a Facebook fight that's exactly that coming up in a little bit. And it's unbelievable. So I tweeted last night. I said, to my neighbors laughing and having a good old time on your screened-in porch with a bunch of people over, your neighborhood is judging you right now. And I stand behind that because... People say don't judge, and judging is such an ugly word now. And I've told, I've talked about this before on the podcast and on the radio. Judging is an important part of a working, functioning society. If you see somebody walking around outside with a gun in their hand and they're drunk, do you go, well, who am I to judge? If you see a woman, if you are, maybe you're, you're next door to somebody and you hear a woman screaming, help, next door, and you hear somebody getting beat up, are you going to say, mm, who am I to judge? Maybe your kid is hanging out with somebody who comes in and they are smoking weed right there in your living room. And you say, I'm sorry, no weed in my house. And they say, fuck you. Can you imagine the ridiculousness of saying, well, I'm not one to judge. Of course you judge. The problem is, philosophically, we don't like to be judged for things that we think is okay. Sometimes we know it's bad. If I'm going to drink a bottle of gin every day, you don't really have a right to judge me as long as I'm being safe. I also don't want you to judge me because I know it's wrong. A lot of the time when I'm busted, I don't want you to point it out. And I think that's kind of part of the criminal mind is they hate being busted because they know it's wrong. I don't know. Anyway, so I got, as of now, um, 1,151 likes and 33 retweets on that one post. And I had a couple of people who say, Dave, you're like a nosy Karen living next door. It's none of your business. Mind your own business. But it goes back to, yes, it is our business. You have a right to do it, but you also have a responsibility as a member of a functioning, working society to keep people safe. That makes sense. I always give you extra credit for listening to this podcast. I figure that you're a little bit brighter or more insightful than the people who think about as far as the end of their nose. Their world kind of ends at the end of their nose, and they don't care what happens outside of their little bubble of life. Does that make sense? But you obviously want to improve, and you obviously care more about yourself. Um, so, or not yourself. <laughs> yeah, we all care about ourselves. But besides just yourself, um, so I give you some extra credit in being insightful. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, you and I were kind of on the same wavelength. Okay, so that tweet, uh, my most liked tweet ever, and I want to do I think one more thing here, and then we're going to get to the Facebook fight. Hold on one second. Oh, Weather Girl Jenny is sending me a note here. Uh, okay, there we go, and one more thing. I'm sorry, I was looking about something tomorrow. 
Okay. Um, there's one other tweet that I sent out. I deleted it. It was actually on Instagram. And I'm going to explain this to you, and then I'm going to explain why I deleted it. Now, there's all kinds of funny memes going around. And this one was a little meme. It was, it was a, a meme of Little Debbie, like the Little Debbie cakes. And it said, quarantine day one, Little Debbie. And then... It was like quarantine day 18, and somebody had photoshopped it to make her fatter in the face, and uh, and it said, um, uh, um, instead of Little Debbie, now it said Big Deborah. And it was just for a laugh. And somebody said, oh, fat shaming? Oh, so we're now fat shaming? Let me tell you why I don't believe it was fat shaming, because Little Debbie, number one, is a fictional character. Number two, I wasn't shaming anyone. I wasn't taking an actual person and saying, look, uh, Alice from Alice is an old lady's name. Let's try Allison from Chanhassen. You are now fat and I'm disgusted. That's not what it was. It was a joke and it was meant to make you laugh because we're all kind of going through that. I don't know what you've been eating while you've been in quarantine. We have not been eating the best. I'm still trying to get some exercise and I put it up there and most people are like, that's funny. I love it. That's funny. Oh, that's me. But one person, maybe two said, oh, fat shaming. Oh, fat shaming's okay now, Dave. And rather than fight that fight, I just took it down. You know what? It wasn't something that I wanted to, um, uh, what do they call it? Make a stand on or die on that. It wasn't a hill that I wanted to die on. And I love that expression. It's just not a hill that I wanted to die on. In other words, I did not want to make my last stand there. And I love that analogy. Because who cares? It's a joke. It's a meme. It was supposed to make you smile. But there are going to be people who say, that's not funny. That's fat shaming. When, of course, it was so far from fat shaming. Um, but I think you get that. Okay, last thing. Facebook fights. It is the pandemic edition of Facebook fights. And let me open up my iPad here. And I'm going to read through some of these now. If you submit a Facebook fight, normally we read these on the radio and uh, and usually they're about, you know, dogs in my yard or some noisy neighbor or somebody who doesn't put their trash out at the right time or somebody whatever. And every Facebook fight that I'm getting lately is about the pandemic and they all have the same theme. And it's all people like me who are bitching about their neighbors being out. So let me read some of this to you. And it goes on for about 20 or 30 screenshots, so I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But I will give a shout-out to uh, the person who sent this in, and I don't want to say their name because in case their neighbors know them, they're from Lakeville, and if you're listening, you know who you are. All right, here we go. Bob says down in Lakeville, please remind your kids that just because they are outside with friends doesn't mean they can't pass on or get COVID-19 from each other. Your kids may bring home more than you expected. I'm only bringing this up based on what I'm seeing. Anne says, this is America. You live as you choose. Others live as they choose. And then Katrina says, your attitude and the attitude of other irresponsible families are still allowing their kids to socialize with anyone outside their family members that they live with will be the reason that we might have more unnecessary cases in our community. My children are high risk, and you and others with like-minded attitudes are risking my children's life. How will you feel knowing your actions could be responsible for the life or death of a child? Now, Richard says to the original poster, let's see, wait, hold on. Uh, the, the one who says, this is America, live as you choose. Somebody comes to her and says, sorry, not true. If you're putting others in harm's way or violating their rights, you are liable, both criminally and civilly, 
and the civil consequences are by far, far, far the most expensive. Consider your actions wisely. Then Chris jumps in and says, disagree. You can't endanger others. It's grossly irresponsible, regardless which nation one happens to inhabit. I do have to wonder, though, would you say the same in support of drinking and driving? Uh, and then here's Nancy. She said, I told some kids to get home. They said, okay, good grief. Stay at home orders means stay at home. Typical parents not giving a crap, but Brian doesn't agree. Brian says, you shouldn't be telling anybody else's children what to do. And somebody said, Brian, let me see if I get this right. You look out the window and I used this analogy a while ago. You see a kid playing with a gun, a real gun. Are you saying as an adult, hopefully responsible, you should not tell the child to stop and put it down. And let's say you don't know who the child is, the child's name or who the parents are. Do I have that right? And then Chris says, if my kids are misbehaving somewhere that I can't see them or hear them and therefore be able to correct them, I would hope other adults would act like adults and tell them to knock it off so that they realize the expectation of behavior doesn't end where mom and dad's line of sight and hearing do. Likewise, I tell other kids to behave. Oh, I do the same thing. This goes on and on and on. Crystal <laughs> says the comments on this page are kind of disgusting. If they are not in your yard or in your home, mind your own business. You all sound like grumpy old women. You should really stop and listen to yourselves. They are kids. They need exercise too. Just because the way they uh, want it isn't the same as the way you do. Leave it alone. Close your curtain. Climb in your bed with your mask and gloves, and pull the covers over your head. I understand social distancing, but you have no right to get on a public site and talk about other people's children get a life. I am over the people taking this way, way, way too far and feeling like they are the neighborhood police. If you are that scared, stay in your home and be crotchety. Holy shit, Crystal, you are an idiot. Everything from your run-on sentences, your lack of punctuation, uh, and, your la and, and how you contradict yourself. You say you have no right, and she uh, capitalizes no, to get on a public site and talk about this. You have no right to get on a public site and talk about other people's children get a life. No punctuation in there, by the way. None. Um, and wait, but Crystal has a right to do whatever she wants, but you don't have a right to criticize. So in other words, this is the typical mindset of people who just don't get it. This is someone who says, don't judge me, but I will judge you if you decide to judge me. And this goes on and on and on. And again, it goes back to Crystal doesn't get the concept of we've got to work together for this. And with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Because this, this goes on seriously. I'm scrolling with my finger on my iPad right now. goes on for 24 pages, and um, it just doesn't stop. Anyway, I hope you're well. I hope uh, we made you smile a little bit. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to say two things. Number one, order something that you can look forward to coming. you got to have something to look forward to. Maybe that would do it for you. You can't look forward to a party. You can look forward to it being over with. That's one thing we can all look forward to is this being over with. We just don't know when. So order something. Maybe you want to make it my book. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. It's quick read. You'll read it in a day. Um, let me know how you are coping. Send me an email to Dave Ryan at kwb.com. Love to hear how you're coping. Maybe any insights. Maybe you want to give me an insight that proves that I'm not right 
about social distancing or that I am being a crotchety old Karen about some of the things that I've talked about. But you know what? I'm not try- whenever I whenever I lean toward being a rule follower, it's because I want to protect people and protect myself. Just like driving drunk. Well, to me, it's a no-brainer. You don't drive drunk because I don't want to kill um, a 16-year-old girl coming home from her job at Culver's. I don't want you to be killed by someone who's out driving drunk. So I'm a rule follower. And uh, and I think that's one of the things. That's just the way I choose to live my life. And some people go, you know what? I'm not a rule follower. Screw you. And some people fall uh, somewhere else on the spectrum. Okay. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I appreciate it. If you know somebody who might enjoy the podcast, somebody who might get fired up by the podcast, or somebody who might say, yes, Dave, I totally agree, then let them know about the podcast uh, and share it and uh, rate it and review it. Scroll all the way down to the bottom and leave me a little review or some stars or whatever you want to do. And any thoughts you have, send them to Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Hey, be be safe. Uh, We'll see you all this week on the radio. And um, if there's anything you need that we can help you with, we read every single email. We are not going to go hunting for toilet paper for you, but if you need something or you want to hear a replay of a bit that you loved or anything like that, then let us know. Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. That's the podcast this week. Shout out to you for doing your thing, and we appreciate you. Have a good week. We'll see you next time.